Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program presented by Nidal Ayyubi. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Was salatu was salamu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Assalamu alaykum my dear brothers and sisters and welcome back to our series Aqeedah Lessons from Hajj. This is lesson number three and today's topic is the Aqeedah underlying the declaration of Tawheed. My dear brothers and sisters, one of the greatest lessons which the Muslim learns during Hajj at the sanctified house of Allah is the obligation of performing all acts of worship sincerely for Allah alone, who has no partner, subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the Muslim commences his Hajj, he begins by proclaiming Tawheed and renouncing shirk, saying, لَبَّيْكَ اللَّهُمَّ لَبَّيْكَ لَبَّيْكَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَكَ لَبَّيْكَ إِنَّ الْحَمْدَ وَالنِّعْمَةَ لَكَ وَالْمُلْكَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَكَ Meaning, here I am, O Allah, answering your call. Here I am, O Allah, you have no partner. And this indicates obedience and submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To you belong all praise, favor, and dominion. You have no partner. So the person saying this, my dear brothers and sisters, repeats these words aloud while truly sensing that they obligate worshipping Allah alone subhanahu wa ta'ala and forsaking shirk. Hence, just as Allah is the sole bestower of blessings and favours without any partner, to him belongs the sole right of tawheed without the ascription of any rival. None other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be invoked. Complete reliance and trust are not to be placed except in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Deliverance is not to be sought except from him and no act of worship should be directed to anyone other than him. Not only, my dear brothers and sisters, must one single out Allah alone during Hajj, but he also must do so in every act and obedience he performs to draw nearer to Allah. Whoever directs any worship at all to other than Allah has committed shirk, suffered the worst possible loss, rendered his deeds null, and Allah would accept nothing from him whatsoever. My dear brothers and sisters, Islam brought with it this magnificent testimony of Tawheed, making the religion sincerely for Allah and renouncing all types of shirk, whether great or small. It came with these teachings in the midst of people worshipping idols and statues who would begin Hajj proclaiming a testimony which amounted to shirk and ascribing partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They would say, these mushrikeen, these pagan Arabs in Mecca, لَبَّيْكَ لَا شَرِيكَ لَكَ إِلَّا شَرِيكًا هُوَ لَكَ تَمْلِكُهُ وَمَا مَلَكَ Meaning, here I am, O Allah, answering your call. You have no partner except the partner you have. That you own him and whatever he has. So they included their false deities along with Allah in their talbiyah while acknowledging that Allah owned them. This is exactly the meaning of what Allah said about them in the Quran. وَمَا يُؤْمِنُ أَكْثَرَهُمْ بِاللَّهِ إِلَّا وَهُمْ مُشْرِكُونَ And most of them do not believe in Allah except that they associate others with Him. In other words, they believe that Allah is the creator, sustainer and controller but still associate partners with Him in worship. These partners are powerless statues and idols which do not own a single thing. They cannot bring about any benefit or cause any harm and can neither give nor withhold. They have no power to do any of these things for themselves, let alone for others. 
Ibn Jarir al-Tabari, rahimahullahi, reported that Ibn Abbas, radiyallahu an, said, part of their belief was that if they were asked, who created the heavens, earth, and mountains, they would reply, Allah, yet they still associated partners with him. He further mentioned that Ikrama stated, if you ask them who created them, the heavens and the earth, they will tell you that Allah did so. This is what they believed about Allah, but they still worshipped others. Mamat Tabari rahimahullah, he also reported that Mujahid said rahimahullah, their belief was their saying, Allah is our creator. He provides for us and will cause us to die. This indicates belief in Allah, though coupled with shirk, since they worshipped others. Imam Tabari additionally noted that Ibn Zayd remarked, No one worships others along with Allah except that he believes in Allah and acknowledges Allah as his Lord, Creator and Sustainer, but he still commits shirk, associating others with him. Do you not see that Ibrahim said, alayhi salam, قَالَ أَفَرَأَيْتُمْ مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْبُدُونَ أَنْتُمْ وَآبَاءُكُمُ الْأَقْدَمُونَ فَإِنَّهُمْ عَدُوٌّ لِي إِلَّا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ Have you not considered what you have worshipped? You and your ancient forefathers? They are indeed enemies to me, except the Lord of all creation. He knew that they worshipped the Lord of creation along with the other deities whom they worshipped. Ibn Zayd further commented, There is no one who commits shirk except that he believes in Allah. Do you not see how the pagan Arabs used to proclaim the Talbiyah, Here I am, O Allah, answering your call. You have no partner except the partner you have, that you own him and whatever he has. Those who associate our partners with Allah used to say this. My dear brothers and sisters, those who committed shirk during the time of the Prophet ﷺ acknowledged Allah as the creator, the sustainer and the controller of all affairs. In other words, they believed in Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, the Tawheed of Lordship. But despite this acknowledgement, they did not make the religion sincerely for him alone. Rather, they associated others with him in worship, such as trees, stones, idols, and other things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this very clear in many ayat of the Qur'an, such as, وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَسَخَّرَ الشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرِ لَيَقُولُنَّ اللَّهِ فَأَنَّ يُؤْفَكُونَ And if you ask them, who created the heavens and earth, and who subjected the sun and the moon, they would surely say Allah. Then how are they deluded away from the truth? Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, he commented in his tafsir about this ayah, Allah states this in order to establish that there is none worthy of worship but him. Those who worshipped others along with him admitted that he is the sole creator of the heavens, earth, sun and moon, and the one who alternates the night and day, the creator and sustainer of his servants, and the one who decrees a lifespan specific to each of them. He apportions sustenance in various amounts, such that some are wealthy and some are needy. He knows what suits each of them best, who deserves to be rich and who deserves to be poor. Thus Allah stated that He alone creates all things and that He alone controls them. Since this is so, how can others be worshipped? How can full trust and reliance be placed in others? Just as He alone owns all things, He must also be the only one worshipped. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala often affirms his surah of worship by citing acknowledgement of Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, meaning his unique lordship. 
Those who ascribe partners to him acknowledge that since they said in their talbiyah, I obediently answer your call. You have no partner except the partner you have that you own him and whatever he has. My dear brothers and sisters, citing their affirmation of lordship for Allah in order to prove his sole right to worship and making the religion sincerely for him alone is a frequently occurring theme in the Qur'an. As such, they are addressed about Tawheed al-Rububiyyah in the form of a question, but with the objective of acknowledging something. First, when they acknowledge his lordship, this is used to prove to them that he alone deserves worship. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also reprimands them for associating others as partners with him while they realize that he alone is the Rabb, the Lord. Such a realization and acknowledgement necessitates devoting all worship sincerely to him. My dear brothers and sisters, this makes it quite clear that belief in Tawheed is incomplete by merely affirming that Allah is the creator, sustainer, bestower of blessings and the one who controls all affairs of the creation. Furthermore, this affirmation will not save one from the punishment of Allah on the day of resurrection if he does not devote all of his worship sincerely to Allah alone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept the belief of his servants in the tawheed of his lordship unless they also single him out as the only one deserving of all worship. They must not ascribe any equals to him, supplicate to anyone else, place full trust and reliance in anyone else, or direct any form of worship to anyone but him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just as he is the sole creator, the right to all worship is solely his as well, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why, my dear brothers and sisters, he said to those who directed worship to others, even though they acknowledged him as their creator and sustainer, فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ So do not ascribe equals to Allah while you know. Ibn Abbas radiallahu an explained saying, Do not ascribe partners to Allah who cannot bring about benefit or cause harm, while you are aware there is no Lord who provides for you other than him, and you know that his Tawheed, which the Messenger called to, is the undisputable truth. In addition, Qatada rahimahullah commented, You know that Allah created you, the heavens and the earth, yet you still ascribe equals to him. My dear brothers and sisters, the bounty and favor upon the Ummah of Islam is a great one. They have been guided to the Tawheed of Allah in His Rububiyyah, meaning Lordship, in His Uluhiyyah, meaning His right to worship, and Asma'u Sifat, meaning names and attributes. They have been blessed with declaring the Tawheed of Allah, whereas others used to make a similar declaration containing shirk, ascribing equals to Allah, fas. To him belongs praise for his blessings and guidance and abundant goodly praise such that he would love and be pleased with subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with that we come to the conclusion of today's lesson, the third lesson. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. This program was presented by Al-Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.